1: It was DeJai that picked up the slack and helped send TCU packing in the first round of the NCAA tournament, making the round of 32. We'll check in with social media for fan reactions. And Syracuse will play three-seed Michigan State on Sunday, March 18th at 240. Joe will let us know what to expect in that game. Let's go.
0: Make some noise, Orange. Com slash all right, what's
1: up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. We appreciate that. Um, all right, hey, the Orange Advance holding off TCU to advance to the round of 32 in front of a mostly empty Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. I never even saw a number. Uh, but the seats were were sparse. Um, yeah. Uh, they, everybody left after the Michigan State game. It's basically a, a home game for them. So our big three with only 27 combined, but Mark stepped up to lead the team with 17. He was 8 for 13 from the floor and 100% from three. He eventually followed out with a whopping 6-11 remaining in the game and was replaced by Moyer. I thought that could have been the dagger, but... Uh, they just made enough plays to uh, to stay in there and, and hold off for a win. So uh, Percet followed up with 13. He was 4 for 6 from the field, 0 for 3 from behind the arc, and 5 for 6 from the free throw line. He was only one rebound away from his 13th double-double of the season. Battle was all but shut down with 7 points. He shot 25% from the field and 16.6 from 3, and he never got to the line. Howard with 7 as well, 5 rebounds, 2 steals. TCU was 35.5% from the field in that Kendrick- uh Kenrich Williams led the team with 14 points. Um we'll talk about him later. Uh mm. both teams struggled from deep. The Horned Frogs were 17.6 from three to Syracuse's 21.4. And finally Syracuse out rebounded TCU 37 to 34, 12 of those offensive. Joe, um Syracuse would have been in no doubt in deep trouble without Dollar's eye putting in his probably his best minutes of the year. Uh, the big three, as we mentioned, they only combined for 27. He scored 17. But TCU averages, again, like uh, Arizona State, about 83 points a game, and they're 19th in the country. Um, the 56 points was the lowest they scored all season. We did the same thing to Arizona State. Another fantastic defensive game for SU.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I thought they were a little bit better this time around than uh, last game. But, uh, again, very similar. The reason why we won, and obviously that and Merrick. Uh, I don't remember a game this year where one of our big three didn't lead the uh, the game <clears throat> in scoring. So this might have been the first one. And, and without him, I mean, we would have been gone. We would have been toast, man. So
1: Yeah, he scored, he we scored got, what, 14 of them? Was it 14 of them or 13 of them in the first half?
2: yeah so yeah yeah he uh he definitely stepped up and did what he had to do again we knew it was going to be ugly that's kind of the only way that we can beat teams that are you know similar to us in in talent or better and that's what we have to do i, I would have liked to have seen howard in battle be able to get to the line and, and be able to try to get to the hoop a little bit better but um it didn't work out that way and uh I mean, yeah, you saw it. We were looking good in the beginning. Um, we jumped up to what a seven or eight point lead, and they went on a little run there. I think they scored eight points in the first half of us just either fast breaker, us not getting back on defense. Uh, but when we when we had the defense set and and we were and we were playing, uh, they just couldn't do anything uh, other than those couple fast I mean. Take away the fast break points or the points they got when we weren't set on defense, and some of the putbacks that they had off of offensive rebounds. You take that stuff away, their actual success in running a half court offense against us was, was pretty bad. So I mean, it a, was a, a good offensive team too. Oh yeah, oh you know yeah. what I
1: mean. And they shot they shot thirty five or thirty nine percent, thirty nine and a half percent from the field, seventeen mm-hmm. from three, and they only hit sixty five point seven percent of their free throws.
2: Right. And again, a lot of this stuff, and that's the one thing when it comes to numbers, it's always skewed. Even when it comes to teams getting in the tournament and like this kind of stuff, is it all really depends on who you play against? So yeah, absolutely. You know, and and traditionally in the Big Twelve, there's not great defensive teams. A lot of it's just you know they play. There's a lot of good offense and, and stuff like that. Um, so sometimes that is, those numbers just get kind of you know skewed, and because of just the type of teams they're playing against, but. I mean, with our defense playing like that and grinding it out, it, that's just how this is how we're gonna win, man. Just how it's gonna how it's gonna have to happen.
1: Yeah, and it's been. I mean, it's this. It's the same story, different game, and you know.
2: You use your strengths <laughs> to your advantage, you, you, you know, got, and you, you,
1: you. gotta start right. Exactly,
2: and you gotta try to find a way to win, it, even it, if it's ugly.
1: Even if it, even if it's ugly, and it was it was really ugly. I don't know if you. Merrick can play his best game he can top this game against Michigan State. If Howard, Brissett, and Battle aren't aren't gonna play a little bit better, it's not gonna matter. No. It's not gonna matter. At some point
2: No, it's not
1: they they gotta step up. Tyus hasn't he hasn't stepped up yet. So
2: Nope, not yet. not yet. O'Shea's no, stepped up and oh, Merrick stepped, stepped up.
1: up. Yeah, and that's it. And I mean, they were clear cut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: and Frank Howard's had a rough go at it. You want to blame, you want to blame the sickness, but who knows? You know. And again, with us playing our minutes, and this is going to be our fifth game in three days, so you just never know. But again, with this one, that that's how we got to make it. We got to make it ugly. Play at our pace, and we did. Uh, went to the free throw line and knocked down a better percentage. We got, the, you know, the re- we out rebounded them just like we know we always have to do. Uh, they had thirteen turnovers to our seven, so
0: yeah, all those little the stats
2: that we always talk about. We control yep, the pace, controlled and we got pace. those little stats that we always talk about. You know, sometimes if teams aren't on, then even when we got guys like Battle and Howard only putting up seven, sometimes we're still in it at the end of the game, and then it's just making making the the plays at the end of the game, which we did again.
1: Yeah, and um. You know, I, I with six eleven remaining and Mark falls out, Ooh. and I'm thinking, oh, we're 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 toast. We're Especially toast. What,
2: you, what Moyer showed us the first time he came in earlier.
1: I know, holy cow, he was just awful. So that was awful. But he, he, I mean, yeah, he it he was. I mean, there's no other way around. It. I mean, let's just be honest. But he held it together. He he gave an extra six minutes.
0: Yeah. Because
1: uh, um, he was only in for a minute the first time, and he held it together, and they just they they came away with it. He didn't do anything fancy. He didn't do anything fascinating. He hit one free throw,
2: one uh, out of three, he, and he, he got was disruptive on the defense a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah he was in, so.
1: He was in people's faces, and you got to do what you can do, you know, to to get by. You know, one thing I'm really really worried about is um, um, Chuku got. Got slower and slower, and mm. you just got you can't help but wonder.
0: It's, it changes. It. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match
1: with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So
0: the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that
2: set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Batteries. Yeah, no kidding. It's about time. No kidding. Uh, I was worried about this game when we talked about it. Remember, because, like you said... uh, Williams, he was he was second-team Big 12, and uh, the other guy there, Rad Ziansky, um, 6'11 guy who could score around the basket. So I was nervous from what I talked about, and, and that was kind of why I didn't have a good feeling coming into it because I wasn't really worried about us making – or them making a ridiculous amount of threes because I knew we could go out and guard them like we did with Arizona State. I was worried about them being able to score down low too. So yeah, that's what you mentioned—the big guys. You were worried about that. Yeah, but I mean, our defensive guys down low, they held it together, uh, and you know, for the first time in a long time, I really haven't don't really have any beef with with the refs. They let them play just enough; it didn't get out of control, and there wasn't a a lot of ticky tack stuff. So
1: no, there's a couple that could have went.
2: There's always going to be a couple.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying for us in particular, there was a couple. I was surprised there wasn't a whistle. Oh yeah. Against us is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they let oh, them yeah. play. I think that's how tournament play. I mean, you're in a these guys are in a tournament. They're they're fighting for a championship. You know, yeah. if you're going to blow the whistle every 5 seconds and not let not let these teams get in a rhythm, I mean, first right. of all, it does it does a disservice to the people watching the game. You know, oh, yeah. and you know, you're drawing it out and you're you're blowing whistles all the time and you're not no, letting it's them just play. No, she's in
2: the NC State Seton hall, right?
1: Yeah. Exactly. I'm talking to
2: one of my buddies at work. He said there's 53 fouls called in that game.
1: Holy cow! That is crazy.
2: Yeah. And up to that point, the high, the high, the other highest total, the next highest total was like 38 in an NCAA game.
1: There's got like, to be in, in tournament play. I know that each group of refs kind of, kind of, they're they have their own style of calling, and there's got to be there's got to be some more, uh, you know, some some blanket yeah. some blanket to put that rules. In, to put that in
2: perspective. Yeah. If there was 34 personal fouls called last night in our game. So you're talking about imagine if there's you're watching a game like, like ours with another nineteen fouls called.
1: Nineteen fouls. Jeez I'm
2: crazy, proud. right? Yeah, I know. Or sorry, yeah, nineteen, yep. Um
1: so anyway, all right, I think we can agree, Joe. Mark gets the player of the game. Did you Mark happen gets to see the, the, of the game. did did you happen to see him put uh, the advancement on the board? Did you watch that video?
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: he's, uh, <laughs> he started. <laughs> Mark, I, know I he's love not, this guy. I know
2: he's not going to school for engineering. <laughs> I know that.
1: So. <laughs> I love this guy, man. He goes first. He goes. He tries to put it on upside down. They stop him, so he flips it over and he tries sticking it up right side up, but he didn't but peel he didn't the back of, the of it. Take the back paper off. Yeah, <laughs> didn't take the paper off the sticker. Um, just great, man. He was ecstatic, and there's a great interview with him too. Uh, after the game in the locker room, and I think
2: he's just <laughs> blasphemous. Like I think he just doesn't really even understand. He's just no, kind he, of no, he doesn't. He's strolling around. He's strolling along. He just, knows, you know.
1: He knows how to play basketball, but he doesn't. He doesn't get it. He, a lot of it. He's like, you know, you got to watch his interview. It's great. And if you, how <laughs> could you not love this guy? He is so. He is such a likable kid. And it's like he
2: doesn't even know any better to be nervous at this no, point. No, he
1: doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't know. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. It's so great. And that's what helped him out last night. You know what I mean?
2: Got to play like that.
1: I, exactly. And, and you know, there's been so many times where we've talked about Mark, you know, looking at the rim and not taking the shot when he's wide open. And he's really he's – really, since tournament play, even in the ACC tournament, a little bit, he started to turn away from that and actually, you know, grab a hold of the yeah. reins. You know, they got someone it. lit a
2: fire under his butt. That's for sure. Yeah,
1: and and you can't praise him enough. His best game of the year by far. I know. He, I think he scored more points in the game uh, here recently, but uh, that was his best. All right, Joe, give me your grade.
2: Good grade. I'll give him a grade a little bit better. There was a better team, I thought overall. Defense for the whole game was better. Uh, so I would probably have to go A minus. Offense was close to, but with Merrick, I probably would have gave it close to uh, the same one, B plus, like Arizona State. But just with Merrick being able to pick up the slack and us being able to still score right around 60, 57, whatever. So give him an A minus.
1: Yeah, uh, I gave him an A minus too. I, th- I thought it was really. I know that TCU's better, but it was like. It was like the Arizona State game, but it wasn't as – I wasn't as nervous at the end. It was you know, a yeah, little right, more cushion right. there. So um, A-minus for them. All right. The game against TCU was just the second game this season where battles scored fewer than 10 points. TCU is still winless in the NCAA tournament since 1987, and this, this was the school's first appearance in 20 years. All right, go to facebook. dot com forward slash Cuse Nation podcast or at Cuse Nation Show on Twitter. All right, after the win, it's always fun to go through and try to figure out what the hell everybody's thinking. Mostly the same thing, but um, uh, let's see. At Cuse Orange, okay, Moyer, we need you to play solid and not do anything stupid. Uh, <laughs> that was
2: what right- was that during the game?
1: That was that. No, that was right after Mark fouled out. No. Um boy. Yeah. Well, I, I think everybody sees it and it I think a lot of it is a lack of confidence with Moyer too and he's he gets reamed a lot and I think he's nervous about being reamed and it just it just it affects him big time. Um Tell me what you want me to tweet, says LMAO. I love you all with these tweets. I'm just drinking and repping. You Fs Syracuse won, America's pissed, no F's given. <laughs> you know, okay? <laughs> okay? Yeah, all right, was... You got a songwriter., <laughs> uh, Gary says Sunday, Michigan State, do central New York a favor and whip sorry excuse a favor, so they won't be mentioned till next year. Uh, Gary, do do you do you, wow. do you English, bro? Do you, do you English? Uh, I don't think he kinda, does. I, I think don't he was think trying he to rhyme either. on purpose. <laughs> I don't know what the hell this guy is talking about. But anyway, moving on. Haley, uh, were the ones that said Syracuse didn't belong? Oh, where are the ones? I think is what she means. Where are the ones yeah. that said Syracuse didn't belong in March Madness Tournament now, LOL? Exactly. You know, well, they're still out there. Like, um, I don't know, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Spewing his nonsense. Um Kevin says, "Gonna have to find some more offense against MSU, but the defense is clicking. Go Orange!" Yeah, yeah I mean, it, much. Ch- it changes it changes the the game completely because these these guys, these Arizona State and TCU, aren't used to seeing the zone, and we are a little worried about Jamie Dixon, Joe. Being, yep. being that he's crushed us a couple times in the zone, he knows how to coach it. But the you players gotta, still need to see gotta it. You got to see it. You got to see it. That's right.
2: Yeah, and that's just one of those things. It's been all year. Our defense, for the most part, other than a few games here and there, have played good enough for us to win every single game. It's been whether or not we can score enough points. And eventually, we, when you play this many close games, you do lose some. So.
1: Oh yeah, there's no way around it. You know, it's just going to happen. But the defense. Keeping them chugging along. Kerry says, Tell me they don't belong. Get the hell out of here. You guys are amazing. Forget they that outside noise. Oh. Forget, a- forget that outside noise. Exactly. Um, in the players. They do they they know well enough not to pay attention to that crap. No, yeah.
2: They <laughs> At, don't care anyway.
1: Yeah, they don't care. At Orange Skin says, Syracuse is now in Gottlieb and Lenardi's heads. Hopefully this will continue because it's hilarious. It abs- yeah, that's true. It absolutely is hilarious. <laughs> this, the way I've got to hand it to the to the hashtag Q's Twitter army for uh, ripping Doug Gottlieb at, at every chance they get. They they are all over it. You got to give
2: them Yeah, they are. They are. He's trolling them though. Oh yeah, I'd, he is. The
1: absolutely.
2: thing with him though is he's a radio host and a personality like that. I'm I'm worried about Lenardi. You know, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of him, obviously, but. Lenardi. This whole Syracuse, I just hope this whole Syracuse business doesn't either, A, oh, yeah. get him fired, or B, put him into a midlife crisis because
1: uh, the one, his last
2: three years, he's been killing him.
1: I know. It's been terrible. And yeah. it's been his Achilles heel, you know, every, every, every March. And the one thing about Lenardi, though, that I would say, Doug Gottlieb's a douchebag. Like, he's just, he's just a total douchebag, and I don't like the guy. I just really don't. I don't like the way he rubs me the wrong way. I think he's cocky. <sighs> I, harsh I ca- words, I man. I can't stand listening to him. Don't Le-
2: let him rub you, then.
1: Le- Lenardi, on the other hand, though, he's, he's fine. He's harmless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, you know, he has his moments, but it's whatever. Um, at Lomi Hughes fan says, Welcome to Air Slovakia. Electronic devices can now be used. Drinks will be served shortly because Syracuse. <laughs> uh, uh, at Cuse Mafia, people will remember this Syracuse team as one that overachieved. Uh, overachieved, regardless of what happens tomorrow. People will remember this UVA squad as the greatest flop in the history of college basketball. Mm. Ooh, that's a stinger. That is a stinger. Damn. What do you think about that? What do you think about that making history last night? Aren't you Aren't you glad it wasn't us though? I mean, if you always want to see it. You want to see the 16 seed beat the one seed. We root for it every year. It's never happened until last night. And UVA, I mean, they're a favored to be a Final Four team.
2: When was the last time we were even a one seed? You got to be a one seed for that well, to happen. Yes, so I, I'm not really too <laughs> no, worried about been, that. It's been but, a few um, years. <laughs> but <laughs> I think, obviously, them losing DeAndre Hunter, he was a ACC six-man player of the year. And when I saw that he was out for the the tournament for the rest of the season, I knew because he plays starter minutes and they they rely on him to come off the bench and score. So I knew that it was going to affect him. And I had him, you know, maybe make I think I think I had him losing the second round on one, going to the Sweet Sixteen. But that was the farthest I had him going to the Sweet Sixteen because of that and the way that they play. But I never thought that that, that was going to happen to that team. So but yeah. I can see how it did. I mean their pace of play so, yeah, you know, they, play, they, they just, play slow, and if they're missing shots and another team gets hot, which is what happened, and yeah, then the nerves just, start they, to come in.
1: They just took a beating man in, in, in UMBC. <sighs> they, they do they I can only
2: imagine the feeling of those players <laughs> oh, when they were no. down 14 with, like, 8 minutes to go, 10 minutes to go, whatever. Like, that's pressure because they know. No one's dumb about it. Everybody knows that no one 16 has ever beaten a one. I know. So and imagine that pressure on oh, those. Oh God! F- I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And in UVA's, they've clawed their way back a couple times this
2: year. And or even Tony Bennett on the sideline. Didn't he oh, look like he, he had nothing to say? Like he was I in know.
0: awe. Like yeah.
2: he didn't. Like he was in a surreal moment. Like this isn't happening.
1: I know, and he's he was fantastic too in his post game. He's energy. a stand up guy. Oh, big time, big time. You gotta love him. Um, at J. Bren says, if Mark is not your favorite person, there's something wrong with you. I agree. Right now, I'm high on Mark. I love Mark, and I, you know, he's only going to get better too. Eat some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches over the, over the off season, and yeah. Well, we'll he's got to year.
2: slow down because if he keeps playing like this, then he might go pro.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know <laughs> about that, bro. <laughs> um, William, uh, William says, I love being a Syracuse fan. Bring more madness, guys. Nobody wants to play our two-three defense right now. Go Orange. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's I did see uh, Michigan State fans in the crowd cheering for TCU.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, every speak- time.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that you could tell that so there was fans in the crowd that would they were they wanted to see TCU win because they'd rather see TCU than Syracuse because they know what kind of problem that that brings.
1: Yeah, it's, it changes the whole c- complexion of a game.
2: Whole complexion of the game. So, yeah.
1: What do you think the deal was with the um, the arena being so empty during the SU game? I don't they us- know. They usually travel really well, our fans, and I was I was a little surprised by that. I really was.
2: Yeah. I mean I don't know exactly what arena they were playing or how big it was, you know, and, or what the ticket prices are. So but yeah, you are right. I mean, usually they do they do travel pretty well. Um, maybe the the, the seats up close were just too expensive. Who knows? But <laughs> an event and again, too, I don't really know how big uh you know the TCU uh, basketball fan. You know, going from yeah. Texas all the way up to Detroit. So
0: yeah.
1: Well, all right. That's it for fan feedback. If you want to get on Facebook dot com forward slash Houston Nation Podcast, thumb us up there or at Houston Nation Show on Twitter. All right, Joe. Next up for the Orange is three seed Michigan State. Playing what equates basically to them as a home game, I think it's fair to say Syracuse uh, probably has some fatigue setting in. We we hit on that a little bit. Um, a one and a half day turnaround, um, three games in five days. What is it looking like?
2: It's looking scarier than you just gets scarier and scarier every time.
1: <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know.
2: So. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, honestly, after I've gone back and looked at Michigan State, uh, I don't really even know how they got a three seed. Um, To me, it's it's kind of mind boggling. Uh, But um,
1: you think they should be seeded higher?
2: I thought they should have been a two seed. Looking at, I mean, they're twenty nine and four coming into uh, the selection Sunday to the NCAA tournament. They're twenty nine and four. They lost to Michigan in the Big Ten tournament. But their four losses were Michigan twice at Ohio State and then Duke, I think on a neutral court in the non conference. So, I mean, being 29 and 4 with that, that's just, to me, it's just kind of mind boggling that, that they're a three seed. Uh, Ken Palm has them as the sixth best team with the ninth best adjusted offense and the 11th best uh, adjusted defense. And,. Right now, uh, Michigan State's an eight-point favorite, and looking at just what they have, what scares me is, again, I look at their, their roster, and it's – other than our 7-2 guy, uh, they have pretty much the same kind of guys that we have. Um, they <laughs> – uh-huh. they they are definitely better on defense than both TCU and Arizona State, and that's going to be another problem that, that they pose. But – they've they start four sophomores and one freshman so that's really the one thing uh that i think that we might be able to use to our advantage well not use to our advantage but this might help us is that i don't know who knows how poised they are and experience wise to um to be able to handle this two three zone they're led by uh six seven guard miles bridges He average 17 points a game seven rebounds pretty much our ro O'Shea set um <clears throat> he was a uh, Probably a little bit better last year as a freshman. There was talk about him going going to the league, but uh, he didn't. Uh, six eight forward uh, Nick Ward, another sophomore. He averages twelve and a half points and seven rebounds. Their point guard uh, Cassius Winston is six foot guard, sophomore. Uh, so another sophomore guard, six foot five, Josh Langford. He averages twelve points a game. He was their their big scorer in the first round. He can shoot some threes and. Their lone freshman, the guy that we're probably going to have to worry about most, is uh, six eleven freshman uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. He averages eleven points and six rebounds. So as you can see, minus their six foot guard, they um, they have equal looking height and uh, size like that we have, and they definitely have the athleticism. And they also have a uh, six four guard, uh, junior McQuaid. He comes off the bench. He's one of their better three point shooters, and they also have. A six foot nine forward, uh, senior Gavin Schilling, that comes off the bench. So they got a little bit of experience that comes off the bench. Uh, they play about ten guys. Uh, last their last game against Michigan in the, the Big Ten Championship, uh, they they played uh, ten guys, at least ten minutes. So he's definitely not afraid to to plug in guys and 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 sub guys out and keep them fresh. So
1: that's that's going to be a problem.
2: Yeah. One hundred percent going to be a problem, and that's that's kind of what I'm worried about. Again, they do have they have the height, they got the size, and we just got to hope that that again that two three zone. It's happened before. There's been teams in the past uh, where we might not have been as good as a Michigan State team that we have played in the tournament, uh, and they can't handle our two three zone. So we're just going to have to uh, to hope that that's that's gotta, the case.
1: We need to produce some offense and. I really hope. I hope. I hope. I hope. I hope. Tyus can, can do what he's done most of the year, and lead this team offensively. And you still got to worry about Marek. So, or Marek, yeah. Marek. So, yeah,
2: and that's the thing is it's it's going to take them. I mean, they're going to have to. I mean, this is the best team that we've played defensively in the tournament. So, and then it's been hard for us to score. Otherwise, you know, so yeah, that's that's yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> I mean, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to go hard, and hopefully, they can be rested up enough. Again, it's their third game in five days, and it,
1: it's gonna be the crowd is could be very well be an issue too. I mean, exactly,
2: oh, yeah. That. I mean, you're talking about it's pretty much home home court. I mean, we'll have fans there, but
1: yeah, it's not it's like gonna be
2: will, right. Again, it's gonna be. We just gotta. We gotta hope that we can just keep it together, and we don't just. You know, we're gonna keep trying. We're gonna give it our all. But again, like you said, Chuku doesn't look like he. Like a day of rest ain't gonna do anything for him, and you can only hope that Battle and, and Howard step up because everyone else has kind of picked up on their slack to get to this point. And if they want to yeah. go any farther, those guys are gonna have to step up and do what they do.
1: And it's not that they're. It's not for lack of effort. Either it's just the shooting hasn't been there, man.
2: I mean, right? But you know, battles, battles. But when the shooting's not there, you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta go to the hole. Yeah, they have their little floaters, they they have little jumpers, and you know, there's also you don't have to go to the hole to try to make every single shot. You can go to the hole, and if you go to the hole under control. Do a little jump stop, pump fake, something like that. You can get some people in the air. You can get to the free throw line. if You can go to the lane controlled and smart. And
1: that was Brissett's game, you know, during the regular season. Right. You know, that was his, you know, that was Right, and he started
2: doing it a little bit last night. Yesterday, the second half, he made like three straight really, really hard shots where I thought at least two of them should have been and ones. But either way, uh, that's the kind of stuff that we're going to need because that's what they're going to do to us. And Frank Howard's going to have to do something. He's going to have to figure out how to use his five-inch difference, height difference that he's going to have on this Cassius Winston guy. And Merrick's going to have to do what he did last game, and everyone's going to have to do better than what they did last game. I mean, I don't want to say Merrick has to do better than what he did last game, but everybody— If if he does
1: what he did— close to last game and everybody else picks it up a notch you got That's yourself what a we game. need
2: to beat a team like this
1: <laughs> yeah exactly um so you know I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to be a Debbie Donner or anything but no matter what happens in this game tomorrow I am just ecstatic about this team and winning these these two games uh go, going into the tournament and you know you just can't say enough about Jim Boeheim. I know there are Jim Boeheim haters out there. Think he should retire, and and you know you can basically shove it because there's not many coaches taking a team of this caliber with this kind of with not this kind of bench, but lack of bench in in mm-hmm. winning two NCAA tournament games after barely getting in, being the last team in. Yeah, I
2: mean. I mean, realistically, if you look at the logic. <laughs> if you look at you know how our offense is how we're limited the players that we have the injuries that we have the amount of minutes that these guys play i think we shouldn't be playing still so <laughs> no kidding yeah it's that's just what it is and we shouldn't have the record that we have we shouldn't be playing still and um again i i think i'm pretty much piggybacking right off of what you say is that i am a hundred they overseeded. They over-exceeded my expectations for the season, uh, especially when Torian Thompson left. And then when Geno Thorpe left, my expectations just kind of kept going down from there. Um, so they definitely over-exceeded my expectations. The fact that they could, just with their defensive play and their heart, keep games close enough and ugly enough to actually win. When it's, you know, it's just...
1: When it's so yeah. ugly, it's pretty. I mean... yeah. <laughs> you know
2: what I mean?
1: We're just so I mean, used it's to just, seeing it. It's
2: like you should just get the job done.
1: You yeah, know? and then, you know, going back, they could have they could have very easily just lost the play in game and we would be miserable, you know, and we'd be over it by now, but we'd be miserable and having to hear the BS. I yeah. cannot say enough. They they deserve uh some some no you know, it's like a boxer that, that knows no, he's
2: not as talented you know you got to just keep taking your lumps taking your lumps and wait for your time and, and keep it close keep it close to give you to give you a punch and chance at the end that's Absolutely. all that's all you want it's and that's basically need. what we do
1: and, and and if they can do it against michigan state i would be i would be shocked it looks like we'll probably play duke if duke pulls out the uh, win against rhode island Um, if we,
2: at least we'd have a week of rest or four days or something, you know, but either day, either way, like that's, that's all you can hope for is uh, basketball is a game of runs and we just can't get down too much. We can't just overexert ourselves and just waste all our energy in the beginning. We got to be smart. We got to stay out of foul trouble and we just got to sit there and take their lumps when they give them to us and wait for our opportunities to knock and, and just keep it close and Hopefully, at the end of the game, you know, we're used to it now. Our team knows how to win at the end of games. We're not going to win them all, but we make a lot of clutch shots, and we play very well at the end of games, close games. Um, some teams and a lot of teams haven't really dealt with that Everybody um, adversity. has stepped
1: up. Everybody has stepped up at the end of these games. Everybody. Chuku hitting ch- hitting his foul shots. Moyer, no. Moyer did what he did last night, although, you know, whatever. He did it. We, they pull right. it out. Tyus hit a big shot one game, but not even set. just
2: in the tournament. Throughout the season, pretty oh, much, absolutely. Uh, everyone's had games yeah. where they've stepped up and they've played, and, and probably been the reason why we won that game because that's how bad our offense is, but that's how good our defense is to keep it close enough to win. So that you get a performance like Merrick, who comes out and he scores seventeen, and that's that's why you won the game, even though Battle and Howard only scored seven and seven. So. Yep. Um, that's just, that's what we need. We just need to keep it close and hope for, like I said, a puncher's chance. Maybe we can get some of their better guys in foul trouble. You know, Jaron Jackson and Miles Bridges are two bigger guys. Uh, those are the guys that that you got to worry about. Those are the the most highly scouted NBA guys, but you know, this, both these games, you know, the two blue blood school. I mean, even though we're coming off, we're only 11 seed coming off sanctions. These are two of the more highly rated, like profile teams in the country and, there's gonna be a lot of NBA bodies on that court on Sunday. So Yeah, exactly. It's just, you know, who's gonna step up and make the plays, you know?
1: Yep. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in again. If you if you like the show, please um, please subscribe, share it, and uh, word of mouth means everything to us. It's how we that's how we grow this podcast and that and social media. So we appreciate it. Uh, and that is it. We will get back here. Uh, possibly Monday, if we can. It's up to Joe. So, I know his schedule's tight and all with his heavy social life and baseball or softball, whatever the hell you play. What do you hey, play, man. baseball or softball? Softball. Oh, jeez. Okay. No, stop it. <laughs> all right. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Later. Peace.
0: You just heard the Accusation Podcast with Sean and Joe.